Anderson takes it himself. Look at him dart back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! He is Houdini! Watson stays on his feet, throws on the run, touchdown! Watson, a magician! Mahomes winds it up, wide open as Hill. How quick was that? Welcome to the My Sports Update Football Podcast. We are back up for another episode and we are back after an absolutely crazy wildcard weekend in the NFL. We saw upsets, we ha- we saw drama, we had thrilling moments, we had nail biters, you name it, we had it. It was absolutely crazy. And we come back this week with the divisional round of the playoffs coming up and we expect it to be just as crazy this week as well we had three teams hire new coaches over the last couple of days we had it in dallas in carolina and with the new york giants we'll touch base on all of that we'll also talk about drew Brees and tom brady both of them eliminated last week both of them will be unrestricted free agents this offseason what will happen next there we'll also talk about the divisional round of the playoffs and preview all the games that are coming up this weekend here we go with the my sports update football podcast so i want to start off this week in dallas they were the first of three teams from this past couple of days to make a coaching hire and it all got started on sunday during the seahawks eagles playoff game the cowboys officially parted ways with head coach jason garrett and jerry jones did not waste much time from there because on monday the very next day the cowboys hired former packers coach mike mccarthy to be their next head coach they didn't go to the college level like many of us thought they will they didn't look for the next Sean McVay like many many teams were doing last year they went out and got a person who has done the job before they get a coach who has won a Super Bowl they get a coach who's an offensive minded guy and a person who can lead a football team and I think most of us would agree that from all the coaching vacancies in this year's cycle the Cowboys have the best roster from top to bottom from all of the other teams Teams. When Mike McCarthy was in Green Bay, he didn't always have a stacked roster. So he's entering a situation where he has a bunch of star caliber players. And during his time in Green Bay, Mike McCarthy beat Jason Garrett not once, but twice in the playoffs. And his only Super Bowl win when the Packers beat the Steelers, that game actually took place in Dallas, in Jerry's world. So a lot of, you know, not sweet moments for Jason for Jerry Jones but now he has Mike McCarthy on his side the other thing about Mike McCarthy which I don't think gets talked about enough we all talk about how Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers relationship sort of got a bit sour towards the end but when Aaron Rodgers came into the NFL out of Cal if you recall, he had a very weird throwing motion, motion, a very weird stance. He held the ball up very high, and many people thought that wouldn't work in the NFL. Mike McCarthy gets a lot of credit for fixing up Aaron Rodgers, for fixing up that stance and getting him straightened out and making Aaron Rodgers to what Aaron Rodgers is today. 
Now Mike McCarthy comes into Dallas. He gets Dak Prescott. He needs a new new contract. We all know about that. That's a different topic for a different day. It is going to be settled at some point, whether it's the franchise tag or an extension, but that is for later on in the offseason. The Cowboys are also expected to retain offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. They believe he is up and coming in the NFL as a coach. They are also bringing in Mike Nolan to be their defensive coordinator. He is very, very well respected. He's done the job at numerous places in the NFL over the course of his career. And then they also got John Fossil to be their special teams coordinator. And Fossil is regarded as one of the best special teams coaches in the entire NFL. Mike McCarthy brings him over to Dallas. So big hires all around in Dallas. Some people are calling this an all-star coaching staff. Um, They have a lot of good players. Now they have a lot of good coaches. I think Jerry Jones is already looking forward to next season. Obviously a lot to get to with free agency and the draft and other things. But so far so good for the Dallas Cowboys as they move into a new era with Mike McCarthy. Moving on to the Carolina Panthers. They were the second team to make a coaching hire this week. It happened on Tuesday morning when they hired and they made a big hire. They made a big splash when they hired Baylor head coach Matt Rule to be their new head coach. And for the most part, the Panthers kept their coaching search under the vest. There weren't many leaks out of their building. And all the reports during the the entire coaching search was that Rule would end up with the Giants. But if there's one thing that we do know is that whoever owner David Tepper wanted, he was going to get. There's no salary cap on how much you can spend on your coach. Tepper ends up giving Rule a massive seven-year deal worth $60 million and with incentives that deal could reach $70 million. It is big time money especially for a guy who is coming from the college level especially for a guy who's never done the job before. Rule only has one year experience in the NFL and that was as an assistant offensive line coach for the Giants in 2012. He wasn't even the offensive line coach he was an assistant offensive line coach so he is getting a crack at the NFL now as a head coach and he has a lot on his plate but as one thing that we do know about Matt Rule is that he is a team builder he's a leader of men he's worked with the offense and the defense in the past his players love him Um, he built Temple and Baylor both um or um, both Temple and Baylor were in situations that not many people could have fixed, but Baylor, um, but Rule did an exceptional job on getting both those colleges back to the top. Clearly, Carolina was impressed with him and liked his vision. The first big question immediately becomes: What will Matt Rule do with the quarterback position? Does he want Cam Newton? They have Kyle Allen. They have Will Greer. Cam is in the final year of his contract. He's only getting $19 million, and I say only because that is nothing compared to what other quarterbacks are getting. We've all heard the rumors that Carolina might look to trade him. There will be quarterbacks available in free agency. The Panthers pick 7th in the draft, so that is the very first big question for Matt Rule. He has the press conference happening later on on Wednesday. I'm sure people will ask him about that, but I'm sure also he probably won't give a straight answer. We'll know more about that later on 
but that is the situation in Carolina. Immediately after the Panthers made Matt Rule their head coach, the Giants shocked many of us by hiring Patriots special teams coordinator and for one season their wide receivers coach Joe Judge as the next head coach for the New York Giants. This really came out of nowhere. As I said before, many thought that Matt Rule would be the guy in New York, but no, Rule goes to Carolina and the Giants settle. I don't know if it's really settled, but they end up going with Joe Judge as their next head coach. The reaction for many football fans when this happened was, who in the world is that? So quickly, Joe Judge is just 38 years old. He just turned 38. He's worked under Nick Saban in Alabama from 2009 to 2011. He was with the Patriots and Bill Belichick since 2012. And during all those years, he was responsible for all the special team success which New England had. I've seen many people saying the Giants hired the Patriots wide receivers coach. And the Pages wide receivers weren't great this season. Yes, that is true. But you have to remember that he was he had a rotating door at wide receiver this past season with Edelman dealing with all the injuries. Um, they had Antonio Brown for that one week. They had Josh Gordon who was there and then cut. Um, and Keel Harry was injured. Jacoby Myers, Philip Dorsett. So a lot of different moving parts at the wide receiver position in New England. It's hard to put all the blame on Joe Judge and to say, oh, the Giants hired a wide receivers coach who didn't do well. If you look at the special teams for New England, they have always been well prepared and one of the best in the NFL for many, many years. Not only is Joe Judge really good at what he does with the special teams, he's also a motivator. He's an intense guy who gets all of his players prepared. And it's a very outside the box hire for the Giants. Judge blew them away in his interview, which took place on Monday and Bill Belichick has said himself that Judge should get consideration as a head coach. Another thing that really gets overlooked by fans is the amount of work that a special teams coordinator does. Owners, when looking for a new head coach, they usually look for the offensive coordinator of the succeeding teams or a defensive coordinator from other teams. Rarely do they look at special team coordinators. But how about this, that the Ravens, when they hired John Harbaugh almost a decade ago, he was the special teams coordinator in Philadelphia. I think it's safe to say that has worked out for the Ravens. The special teams coordinator works with both the offense and the defense and if Judge could succeed in New York, maybe other teams will look in that direction as well. As for the Giants, Judge comes in and he has his quarterback in place with a rookie deal, Daniel Jones. The running back with Saquon is sad. You have Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. It's a pretty solid group. The offensive line needs some work. The defense needs some major help. The Giants do have a bunch of cap space to work with. They also have the fourth overall pick. The Giants are also allowing Joe Judge to put together his own his own coaching staff. There's been talks that it could be Jason Garrett as offensive coordinator. Not really sure if that will happen. Maybe it could go with Wade Phillips as defensive coordinator. These are just random thoughts. Not sure what they'll do. There hasn't been much talk about that yet. Only time will tell. But now there's a new judge, another judge in New York. There's Aaron Judge with the Yankees. And now we have Joe Judge with the New York Giants. Moving on from all the coaching searches to Tom Brady and the Patriots. 
I said last week that the Patriots will have a very tough time against the Titans, and the Titans gave them a tough time as they beat them last week in the wildcard round. The Patriots are eliminated, and I said last week if the Patriots lose, get ready for an offseason full of what's next for Tom Brady. Brady confirmed on Instagram on Wednesday morning that he'll be back playing football next season. He announced that, but where will he be playing is the big question. Brady will be a free agent. The Patriots cannot franchise tag him for the first time in his career. Brady is free to do whatever he wants. He is selling his home in Boston. Um, he, you know, he would. Didn't tell us anything in his press conference when the season end ended. Bill Belichick is staying quiet as well. We'll see if Josh McDaniels leaves and goes to Cleveland. Could that possibly have an effect on his decision? Where would Brady go if he was to leave? I think the Chargers and the Colts jump out at you. I think both those teams could be will be looking at the quarterback position very, very um, carefully this offseason. But it's still hard to imagine Tom Brady not being in New England that's the big domino for the Patriots this offseason but besides for Brady they also have Kyle Van Noy Devin McCourty Matthew Slater Jamie Collins and Joe Thune among others who are slated to become free agents this offseason it will be a fascinating offseason in New England and it all gets started with what will happen to Tom Brady Um, that is a very big question which we'll only find out in a couple of months now while everyone talks about Tom Brady not many are talking about Drew Brees. The Saints have had three consecutive seasons of losing in the playoffs in a walk-off fashion. It is absolutely heartbreaking. It must suck to be a Saints fan right now. But Brees is an unrestricted free agent this offseason. So is Teddy Bridgewater. And Taysom Hill will be a restricted free agent. And it really makes you wonder... Will the Saints go with Teddy Bridgewater, who was 5-0 in his five starts with the Saints this past season? We also all got to see Taysom Hill making plays all over the field on Sunday versus Minnesota. The Vikings had no answer for him. We all know Sean Payton is one of the smartest offensive minds in the league. Payton has told people, actually told reporters of this, that Taysom Hill reminds him of Steve Young. That is absolutely some big time high praise so some big decisions have to be made in new orleans as well do i think drew Brees will be back i do but i don't think it's a sure thing i think the saints will look at the quarterback quarterback position very carefully we're all talking about tom brady and his future in new england i think people should be talking about drew Brees and his future in new orleans as well I also want to touch base on one piece of draft news as Alabama quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, I'm going to have to work on that name with him coming into the NFL. He declared for the NFL draft on Monday. He is NFL bound. We all know he's recovering from that hip injury. He's recovering well from that. He is going to be a top pick. And if you look at the draft order, Bengals at 1, Redskins at 2, Giants at um, Lions at 3, Giants at 4. If one one and two goes as we all think. It's early, but we all think it's going to be Joe Burrow one, Chase Young at two. The Lions and Giants sit in perfect position to trade back with teams at five, six, and seven. The Dolphins at five, Chargers at six, Panthers at seven. All three of those teams could be in the quarterback market this offseason. 
and the Lions or Giants could get a King's Ransom to move back a couple of spots. It's early, but a thought here um, as the season obviously is over for all those teams and those teams are all looking to, towards the offseason. An early thought before we get the offseason in full force. Moving on to the divisional round of the playoffs and after an amazing wildcard round which had so much drama and so many different nail-biting moments, we're only hoping for the same here in the divisional round this weekend. The divisional round is always fascinating to me because while four teams are coming off a bye, the other four teams are coming off wins and in this case and in this case all four teams are coming off emotional roller coaster type victories vikings and texans coming in both winning in overtime the titans beat the defending champions and the patriots in foxborough and seattle traveling east to beat the to beat the eagles in philadelphia all four teams coming off big wins last week we're set to have a great weekend of football it all gets started. It all kicks off with the Vikings and the 49ers on Saturday. A couple of notes on this game. For the 49ers, they are getting a huge boost as Quan Alexander is back after tearing his pec earlier this season. He returns early just like J.J. Watt did last week for the Texans. And not only is Quan Alexander a great player, but he's a great leader on that defense. He brings energy. He's a motivator. Um, you you can't hear any bad words about him. When when his teammates talk to the reporters, they only have positive things to say about Quan Alexander. So this is a big, big deal for the 49ers. The 49ers are also getting back pass rusher D. Ford, who's missed the last few games with a hamstring injury. So getting healthy at the right time, this is a very big deal for the 49ers. Getting that bye was a very big deal for them as they are looking really healthy as they get ready for this game versus Minnesota. This will be Jimmy Garoppolo's first career playoff game, first career playoff start. I should say he's obviously been in New England and won um, a couple of Super Bowls there, but this is his first career playoff start. Kirk Cousins got that big chip off his shoulder last week, winning the big game for the winning the big game for the first time in his career. So another opportunity this week versus former offensive coordinator in Kyle Shanahan. The night game on Saturday is Titans versus Ravens. Ravens running back Mark Ingram is dealing with a, with a calf injury. He didn't practice on Tuesday, but the hope is he is good to go. This Ravens team reminds me a lot of the 2015 Panthers, which had Cam Newton and demolished all the teams that they faced. But the Titans are no joke. It's a hard-nosed football team. They're annoying. They're disciplined. They make plays. And oh yeah, they also have this monster in the backfield named, named Derrick Henry. A cool little stat about this game. This game will feature... Five former Heisman Trophy winners with Derrick Henry, Marcus Mariota, Robert Griffin III, Lamar Jackson, and Mark Ingram. So that is the night game for Divisional Weekend. Moving on to Sunday, it starts off with the Texans and the Chiefs. And these two teams actually faced off earlier this season in Week 6, all the way back in Week 6. And the Texans are actually... 
actually won that game in week six. But if you remember, the Chiefs in that game were missing a lot of key players. They didn't have defensive tackle Chris Jones. They were missing left tackle Eric Fisher. They were missing wide receiver Sammy Watkins. Patrick Mahomes had an ankle injury, which um, limited him during the week of practice, and he didn't look like himself during that game. And Tyreek Hill was just returning from a shoulder injury. He only played in 50% of the snaps in that game. So this is a different Chiefs team this time around. And I didn't even mention the Chiefs defense, which has vastly improved throughout the season. As the season went on, they got better. Tyron Matthew has been really, really impressive for them. Coming over from Houston in the offseason, now he gets to face his former team in this game. What can I really say about the Texans? Deshaun Watson is a magician. What he did last week was absolutely incredible. Watson versus Mahomes. This is, I think it's safe to say this won't be the last time we hear of Watson versus Mahomes. We're going to have this matchup for years and years to come. And if I'm a Bears fan, I'm not tuning into this game because everyone's going to be talking about how the Chiefs got Mahomes and the Texans got Deshaun Watson while the Bears settled and took uh, Mitchell Trubisky second overall in that draft in 2017. Meanwhile, the final game of Divisional Round Weekend is the Seahawks versus Packers, Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. These games are always fun when these two face off, whether it's in the playoffs or in the regular season. Matt LaFleur is making his head coaching debut. A lot of people have been saying that even though they got the two seed, the Packers have not played like a two seed in the NFL. They're not that good. A lot of people have been saying this is their chance to prove everyone wrong. Never doubt Aaron Rodgers, even though his numbers this season have not been off the charts like they usually are. The Seahawks, after their win last week, are now 8-1 on the season when on the road. The temperatures in Lambeau Field is expected to be in the low 20s with some very strong winds. No snow, but this is football weather nonetheless. I can't wait for that game. So that is the four games for this week. It is set to be a very, very exciting week of football. That wraps up this week's My Sports Update Football Podcast. Another episode is in the books. I do want to bring back the question and answer segment. I know I've said that before, but I do want to bring it back. Maybe we'll do it next week. The divisional round of the playoffs is coming up. One can only hope that it can emulate what we had last week in the wild card round. The NFL continues to bring a lot of news stories throughout the course of each and every day. So make sure you're not only following the My Sports Update Twitter page, but that you also have notifications on so that you're alerted on everything that happens in the National Football League. For more sports podcasts, visit Blue Wire pods.com over 80 sports podcasts are available all of it free i'm proud to be involved with them as well as always before i sign off a reminder that you can find the my sports update football podcast on apple podcast spotify stitcher wherever you listen to your podcast and don't forget to rate review and subscribe i am your host ari merov i'll be back with a new episode next week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the divisional round. I'll talk to you next week.